Radio SoCal podcast, where we talk about all things advertising and the auto industry. Produced by the leading auto-focused agency, SoCal. I'm your host, Katie Saunders. Today's episode is sponsored by SoCal Digital's CTV and OTT. With more people cutting the cord, reach your audience on connected TV apps like Sling and Hulu, or on over-the-top devices like Amazon Fire and Xbox One. To learn more, visit GoSoCal.com. On today's episode, you'll hear my co-host, Drew Wilson, interview SoCal's production studio manager, Wes Broadhurst, about how video production can affect your overall brand. Let's get to it. So I am excited to have Wes Broadhurst with me today, and we were talking about video production and how we go about that at SoCal. So I've a ton of questions lined up, so everyone listening or watching, go ahead and, and get your coffee, lined up tea, whatever it is that you're drinking. Uh, but first, if you could just tell me a little bit about your team and your workflow and, yeah, just, just how you go about getting work done, especially now that we've transitioned to more work from home. I bet the uh, file system was a challenge. So, yeah, just speak into that. So we have three coordinators and five shooters and or editors, some full-time editors, some are a hybrid, and we do everything from fully animated spots to traveling and shooting on location. The transition to work from home has been really difficult. Um, video requires a lot of data, a lot of media, huge file sizes. I mean, we're shooting right. in we're shooting in 4K, so that has re really been a hurdle to be able to distribute all of that to our various editors in their homes uh, via exter external drives. You know, when we were in the office, we could easily hop on hop on someone else's project and get it done. So we've really had to work hard and hustle and get creative to to get around the work from home. Yeah, for sure. So you think the file system was the biggest challenge for the transition or, or was it was it maybe scheduling and coordinating like I need to be at this shot or this shot? What, what do you think was the biggest challenge? The biggest challenge was handling the logistics of of all of that media. We have so many clients and so much media that every single editor of our team couldn't couldn't have you know 24 terabytes worth of that's a lot <laughs> worth of you know media in their home so we kind of broke it up to all those different people and so you know maybe someone's working on this client and they're tied up but this editor can't work on it so we had to we had to really really hustle and really figure out how to get creative to work on things and to share things amongst our our team but we definitely have learned a lot through that process and feel like when everything does get back to normal we'll be able to get things done even faster for our clients yeah for sure I mean everyone speaks very highly of you all so you transitioned well and uh, I don't think there was any lapse in, in time or like pumping stuff out so that's been amazing to see and how fast you guys were able to do that so thank you for that quick introduction uh, now we're going to transition into some questions so the first question is about concepting and brainstorming. So what does that look like for your team? And how do you get started with the concepting system uh, when you're thinking about a spot? We have some clients that have their idea, they know what they want to do, and they give that to us. Um, and then we have a lot of clients too that give us more of that creative freedom. And I think across the agency, we have a very creative team. I think even our salespeople you know, they are constantly thinking of ways and campaigns that they can address their clients' needs. But our team as well loves to be able to, to even just jump in at the level where 
the sales team is is giving us a problem that, that their dealership is having, whether they're struggling to sell a certain vehicle or they need to push their used inventory or they're trying to figure out a specific way to compete with the dealership down the road. And really, it, it's a lot of fun for us to just put our heads together and think outside the box and come up with creative ideas. Um, it's really fun to, to bring really creative and I feel like national brand level ideas to local dealerships because I think so many have been doing the status quo for so long. It's really fun to, to bring them campaigns. And I think when, when dealers are able to see and envision a new type of campaign, they do get really, really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And so we just, we just love to do that. We've got a really young team. We have a lot of people that have come from outside the automotive industry. And so I think that's something that makes our team and the SoCal team really strong is that we have people that have been in the industry for a long time. We also have people that bring different perspectives to it and can help our clients stand out. For sure. So from what I understand, you know, your team will get together, do some brainstorming, some concepting, maybe do some light scripting or maybe not completely finalized and then that's what you will take with you to the dealership and then do you have like a, a meeting with them obviously to make sure that they're um, they're on board with that idea. So what does that process kind of look like after you've got that idea? Uh, how, do, how does that meeting look like with the dealership? Yeah, we, we usually, we have monthly brainstorming sessions where we just are looking to the future, upcoming months, upcoming seasons, where we just will just continually work. We're constantly trying to just compile more ideas to have a kind of a menu, if you will, for the dealerships and the salespeople to bring to their dealerships. Mm -hmm. And then getting back to what you're asking, you know, they, they will take those and our team, we will typically, our art department will build storyboards and we'll put that into a presentation and able to bring that to our clients so they can really see it, see what it will, what it will look like. And in some cases, we'll go ahead and we'll build a spec spot so they can see what it'll look like. They can see it, they can feel it. Um, and that's just been really effective. I think it's one thing to just pitch the name, pitch an idea, but when you can bring a fully fleshed out campaign where they can see the logo, they can see yeah. how it works, I think everybody gets really excited about it and it makes it really easy to work together. Yeah, for sure. It's like, I, I kind of think about it like shopping. Uh, it's one thing to shop online, which a lot of us do now, and we're like, I just need that. Uh, but you want to like hold or touch the thing, you know, you want to see how it works. Um, and so that's, uh, that's amazing that we're able to not just do the storyboard, but actually show uh, the concepting uh, so that they can see it so that we don't do something, provide it, and they're like, it's oh, not quite what we wanted. So that's, that's extremely powerful. Absolutely. So this is a great segue into our second question. Uh, now that we've been talking about how they're able to see the things that we provide, what are the things you think a client should consider when choosing an agency for video production? I think one important thing obviously is quality. I think consumers are becoming and demanding and expecting quality out of the video that, that they see, that they watch, however they're consuming it because technology is, has been progressing so rapidly. So I think it's important for dealerships to be portraying them in a quality light because I think people will spot it and like people know when they when they see low quality video, you know, they're they judge that to a degree. So I yeah, think I sure. think dealers, you know, want to be polished, want to look good, because if you don't, there's going to be I think people that just tune you out. 
I think the other important thing to consider when choosing an agency is someone that, that understands you and your business and your goals. I think kind of they need to understand the style of where you are and to be able to provide that, not to try to stick you into the same thing as you know, what they give their usual clients. And, but I also think it's important to choose an agency that's not just going to just be a yes man, that's not, not just going to, it's not gonna let you be stagnant in your marketing. I think it's important to have someone that brings new perspectives and new ideas and can, and can push you outside of your comfort zone, to push you to stand out in ways and have you try things and try new campaigns and ideas that you haven't done before. Yeah, for sure. So how, how do we, how does SoCal, meet those requirements when thinking about uh, not only quality, but I like what you just said about pushing, uh, just slightly challenging outside the box to get that high quality. Absolutely. Well, I'm a little biased, but I mean, <laughs> Me I, I think I, I, I'm very proud of the work that, that we do here. Um, we've got an extremely talented and young team. I mean, I think I think in terms of quality, it's easy to see the difference. I think if people hop on our website and look at it, you can see the quality that we bring. Um, we use really good gear. We're shooting in 4K. Um, the gear and the techniques that we use when, we, when we're shooting. We do the night shoots. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, shooting at night, local running footage. You know, we, we really, you know, we get out there, we have fun. Like, my team loves to let to get out on location and we're always looking for ways that we can get a new shot you know we're always trying to to do something that excites us yeah. and you know there's even like a little like a level of competition to a degree where like you know we'll get a shot and we'll show it to you know the other crew that's out there and we're like just getting really excited about what we're doing so for sure we bring the quality and then i think also you know we have our team understands automotive like that is right. that is what we do we work with so many dealerships um, and so I think wherever someone is on the spectrum of their advertising, we can, we can really do that. If someone you know, is doing a more traditional route, we've been there. If someone is looking to, to push, if they want something exciting and new, um, that's something that, that SoCal really, really excels at as well. Yeah, for sure. So speaking of standing out, this is, this is a perfect segue to question three. So uh, how can a dealership be unique or different? So we've been talking about quality, standing out, and then you mentioned viewers know, I mean, we're already biased, but we know, like, when, when we're looking at, you know, the Hulu ads or whatever, we can tell, like, high quality, low quality. Uh, so how does a dealership be unique or different when we're talking about a spot that stands out? So basically, how do we make it so that a viewer doesn't tune out? Absolutely. I think, fortunately, in the automotive space, it's, it's not too hard to stand out. I think, I think dealers don't have to push too hard to, to beat the other dealerships down the road in terms really? of standing out. I think a lot of people are really doing the status quo. What, what has been done, the same messages, the same campaigns. Half off or whatever, whatever yeah. sale, come on down. Absolutely, so I, I think, I don't think people, dealers need to think that they need to turn everything they're doing on their heads, but I just, I think one just you know choosing someone that's going to bring quality, it's going to bring it's going to bring good equipment and capture something that's really crisp and high resolution that stands out in a lot of places. As well, I think just your approach, your theme, your tone, and those are all those are all very vague, but I think but they're important the viewer will know. 
Absolutely. I think, I think the, the music that you choose, the, the, feeling, the feelings and the emotions in it, I think there's so many room for all of that. Uh, some of the things that we've done is, um, one big thing is our night shoots. You know, we will, yeah. we'll take out some vehicles and we will we'll film them in the, in the local area that the, that the dealerships are. And that's just one thing that obviously stands out because it's at night. You know, most car ads are just during the day. So right there, you've, you've got something different that is almost like inverse to something that everyone else is doing. With that, though, we, we do daytime shoots and we'll do really beautiful shots around a local area. We kind of call it our like local landmark shoots. And so that's something that, one, it looks really great. It looks amazing. We get beautiful drone shots of the area. Yeah. You know, we've done it by the beach, and we've got, you know, beautiful shots, drone shots of the beach here in North Carolina. But, you know, a lot of people are flashing the same running footage on screen, but yep. when you can have running footage in front of a very recognizable place in, they've seen. in your town, yeah. that's something that, that, the, that the viewer will, will latch on to. I think anything that you can do to, to, to get away from the stereotypical car ad Will just increase like your your recall and increase like the the amount of time that people watch your ads and help them people from tuning out. Yeah. So you mentioned just a second ago a, a lot of ads you see are using the same running footage maybe or or, or or possibly stock footage. So what are maybe like just a couple common mistakes like other common errors or mistakes uh, that you see in these other like not necessarily lower quality, but just like what are the common mistakes that you see in spots? Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing is someone I worked with, a mentor of mine in the past would say, if you communicate everything, you communicate nothing. I think a lot of dealers are so eager. They want, the, they want the, the, their customers to remember so many things in their ads. They tell them everything. They, want, they tell them everything. They tell them about you know, the current season and the, and the sales season. event. They tell them, you know, the deal. They tell them their their Y buys, their location, their phone number, their URL. People can't remember all those things. I think, I think in an ad, you need to be really specific about what you want, what you want them to walk away with. You know, are you trying, are you trying to push that deal, or are you trying to just build brand awareness? Right. Are you trying to? Um, We've done a lot of things where the company's under new management or it's got a name change. New location. New location. No one knows where it is. I think you need to really focus in on the one thing because as you know, like we're 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 busy people. You know, we have so many things going on in our mind. And I think and I think people need to remember like you can only you only have time for the consumer to remember so many things. Yeah, and that makes me think uh, the way we do a lot of our spots, especially uh, the nighttime spots and then where we do the local running footage will stand out no matter what you're pushing for. So whether it's the new location or if it's the deal, the viewer is not only latching on to the deal or the location, but they're becoming comfortable because it's something that they know. Like, oh, I've seen that bridge or, oh, I've seen that lake or whatever it is. So that's super powerful. Absolutely. Um, so we've been talking a lot about spots and and how the viewer sees them and and brand awareness and them getting comfortable uh, and what they feel but how would you advise the client the dealership when they are choosing a medium to place that spot because there are are so many places that you can you can put the the spot 
Good question. And I think it really all comes down to the demographic of the people that they're trying to reach. I think, I think the dealerships need to know who they're going after and like who the specific message that they're trying to communicate is geared for, whether they're going to be on television, more traditional route, or digital. And fortunately, I mean, the, the media buyers here at SoCal and our digital team, you know, they're experts and specialists in, in, in capturing the, tag, the target market that those spots are geared for. So let's, uh, let's move back to working along with the client for just a second. So um, thinking about the automotive work cycle. So how does that inform and influence your team when preparing and how are you able to work and plan ahead along with the client? Yes, so the monthly reset of new deals and incentives coming out every month is a very difficult thing in the industry. I think every dealer, every agency that works in this industry understands that. And I think what we've found to work really, really well and what we really push our clients to do is to plan ahead and to um, to do extended campaigns. Jumping back to the customer's attention span, I think if you're only running a campaign for one month, I think, and then jumping to something the next month, you don't have a lot of time to build the brand awareness Absolutely. and for people to really latch on to that message. Yeah. So I think for for dealerships to to keep a campaign for a couple months, a quarter, or you know, for brand awareness campaigns even longer, I think people are going, people that are getting those ads are going to have more, more time to consume and to retain that message. Wow, so when we say plan ahead, we're, we're talking months. We're not just talking about every three to four weeks, like on it, reset. We're, we're planning ahead, like by, by months or quarter. You said quarterly, right? Absolutely, and this is, this is something we're growing into. It, it, it's something that I think even a lot of dealerships are slowly adopting, but I think the ones that, that are doing that are just experiencing a lot less stress, yeah, a lot more a lot more freedom because it's true. You do need to wait for those deals to come out. But but you know, we can build we can build a campaign. We can build the rest of it. And and those deals can get plugged in later, you know. You can yeah. you can select the right incentives to fit that cam to fit that campaign model. Yeah, that's amazing. So we've been talking a lot of internal video production team kind of handling everything. It's just like you guys are a powerhouse of moving behind the scenes and then something happens and we're like, oh, this is amazing. How did this happen? Uh, but how would you say the rest of SoCal, the other departments or teams, like how do they influence and help in the making of these spots? Absolutely. I mean, I think the agency at large has to work together um, because, you know, you, we have the sales team and the account team speaking directly to the client and, and we're kind of here to help fulfill their vision. But I think specific to video, um, really, your video is is only as good as the people that can see it. Yeah. Um, and so you can have an incredible video, but if if you're not running it in the right place, if no one is seeing it, you're kind of wasting that money. For sure. So fortunately, we've got a really great digital team and media buyers and our programmatic team that are able to leverage that video to get the biggest return on investment for that. You know, especially like these these bigger campaigns, these night shoots, these things that the dealerships are willing to invest in, you know, you want that to be seen and to be seen by the right people. So being able to have 
a, a full agency that can work together and to make sure all the pieces of your campaigns are running smoothly makes a big difference. Absolutely. And, and like you mentioned earlier, um, for anyone listening or watching, they can check it out. Our, our portfolio is on our website. Uh, you can go there and check out those video spots. Those, some of the night shoots are on there. Uh, and it's just, you, you can see how we kind of influence the, the different demographics and, and where they're placed. So um, I just want to say thank you so much for being on the podcast with me. And I hope to speak with you again in the future. Um, before we sign off, is there any other tip or advice that you want to share uh, before we sign off? I think, again, I just say I hope dealers continue to think outside the box. I hope that they um, can see that being different that will help them to be seen, to be heard, to, to get more people to complete their ads, to see their ads, to not skip or, or tune out. And if they're looking for ways to do that, we've got plenty of ways that we, plenty of examples that we can give them Absolutely. of ways that they can um, put some something different out there that's something that they'll be they'll be happy with that they'll be proud of absolutely that's great advice well thanks again for being on the podcast and i look forward to speaking with you again in the future for sure well we hope you found that interview interesting and learned about video production and branding your business on our next episode we will be joined by charity rudisil and tammy ventura two of our dealer process coaches who will be talking about bdc and how that is changing in dealerships in the meantime, be sure to check us out on social media, YouTube, and of course our website, all of which you can find in the description for easy access. Again, this episode was brought to you by SoCal Digital's CTV and OTT. Reach your viewers where they are watching now. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple or Spotify. The Go SoCal podcast is being created and produced by SoCal Marketing. Visit GoSoCal.com to find out more about SoCal and our products and services. Thanks for listening.